Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. We put gravy on everything in Texas. Paula. Yes, please lick the taco meat from between my breasts. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 212. 212 episodes, Paula. I know. I can't believe we've we've talked we've talked about it. I can't believe that we actually stuck through <laughs> we've stuck it out through all the I, drama of our lives. Here we are. Episode 212. Thank goodness though. So welcome listeners. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening and thank you for sharing. We really appreciate when you share our show because we are nobody. And so the grassroots campaign of sharing our show is always, always welcome, right? Yes, and we are Thank always you. pleased to hear about new listeners, and uh, that's <laughs> okay. always exciting. We have to talk about, okay, an adorably, uh, first of all, let's just put this on the table. It's still, we've been talking about this for like three or four years now. No doubt, hands down, we have the most attractive listeners really in the do. podcasting world. I swear to God, I've never seen when I when I follow podcasts. You can follow the podcasters on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and you see the people that are commenting or whatever. They have nothing on our listeners, men and women. Very good looking people listen to our show. We got a message from a listener who is on episode 29 and she's like, my husband is blaming my laughing at you guys because that's why he can't fish. He's not catching anything. They were on a kayak. Yeah, it sounds like you're listening. I'm listening to you and your sister's talk, which is so typical of everything we've ever heard from others who love the show is that they feel like, oh, I feel like I have sisters or I'm I'm listening to my sisters and I talk. And I just love that because it's exactly what it is. So... She was super sweet. And I responded to her on the message, you know, through the message, which I'm sure you saw, Paula. And Mm. I just said, oh, we're so happy to be your assholes. You know, no, that's not what I meant and all that stuff. Okay, really cute. And then later, and by the way, listening on episode 29, I was kind of like, oh, my God, we were so bad back then. I can't wait till she gets to the newer episodes because we've we've improved so much since then. I don't even know what we were talking about back in episode 29. I have no idea, but I was just like, I don't even want to go back and listen because I know that I would not be happy. I'd be like, fast forward, hurry, get out of there. Don't go in there. That's a room I don't <laughs> danger, want you to see. Danger, will God, it's just, they're so bad. <laughs> anyway, but thanks for the download. But anyway, so then she posts a picture of herself in the kayak. Now, she's on episode 29 when she posted this, maybe episode 30 by then. We had not made it very clear back then how much we hate the lower extremities below the ankles. We can't even say the word. I can't even say the word. You have two of them. There's 10. Don't say it. Things on them. But, okay, pedicure. You get pedicures on them. Yes. Okay, you get pedicures. We don't like it as much as we hate milk. (laughs) It's just we can't do it. It makes us vomit. Now, I want to preface before we move forward that the pedicure extremities that we have are not uh, gross. They're adorable and we take good care of them. We We just don't like to see them, especially on social media. So when she posted that photo of her now, it is very common practice in the social media world for people to take pictures of their lower extremities in front of a beach or in front of a drink or a pool or everybody does it. Or in a kayak on a lake. Now, I am assuming that you and I noticed the same exact thing about the picture. What is it? She took a picture of her lower extremities in the kayak on the lake. And she showed her lovely pedicured. Yes. You know know what? And so. But what did you notice? What did I notice? What did you notice about the photo on our page? Did you notice anything in particular? No. Not her in, not in the photo. The comment, you mean? The response to the photo. 
Okay, so there was a gentleman who apparently mm-hmm. is also a listener yes. who commented and said that it's interesting that the irony is is that she took a picture of her you know what's yes. and posted it on the ugly truth page does anybody else find the irony in that right <laughs> one i thought it was funny that it was a guy who said that Right. Two, yes, of course I had already seen the photo, but I wasn't going to shame her for, you know, her She's obviously, she's obviously quite beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no question. Gorgeous gorgeous. body. Yeah. Yes. No, this is what I noticed. And I told Daryl this yesterday when I kept looking that the photo keeps getting likes. By gentlemen. All men. Yes. I sat there and I and I saw another like and I turned to Daryl and I said, what the fuck is going on? He goes, what? I go, all men are liking this photo of this girl's legs. All of it. There's no women who have liked this photo, by the way, including you and I. I didn't realize because we had that many guys on I, our page following. I did, I did not either. And so and I was like, I go, why are so many men liking this photo? Like, I realize that there is a fetish thing that could be going on, whatever, or I, I don't or I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, only men are liking this this picture. No, no women are liking this photo. Either that or they liked episode 29. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you and I both know why only men are liking the photo. But I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm not a moron. I know. It's an attractive photo. But I just was like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Uh, how did what ha- what's happening in my life that this is happening that only men are liking this picture they're coming out of the woodwork to to offer their support I, mean, well, I don't know i just thought it was funny i was i thought it was really funny that only men were liking the picture well it was a good picture i it mean is. god if i it looked is. like that i'd be willing to take a picture your legs do look like that she, what are you talking about you didn't nice she legs. have her stomach in there too though no, oh, it was just her legs. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. She did. She did this. She did the the photo that a lot of people do on social media. Where they're like, I'm in Hawaii. Look at my legs and my, you know, well, what? She was really tan and everything Very like tan. that. So yes. I don't know. She had a. She looked. She looked great. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she did. It's true. And welcome aboard, new listener yes. and husband. Welcome aboard. And you probably won't hear this for like six months, but whatever. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Since you're only on episode 40. But that's okay. We, we we appreciate it for sure. Anyway. Oh, and on another note, happy birthday to producer Dub. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, producer Dub. Happy birthday to you. Nice. Yay! <laughs> How old yes. is he now? What, 52? Yeah, 60. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> he's in his late 40s and um, he's feeling every bit of it. He feels like he's an old relic. And I told him, not, a, not. not a gray hair over 50. <laughs> right? You know, what happens is, you know, you go through phases. It doesn't matter how old you are, where suddenly you feel like you're falling apart physically. You know, you've got a pinched nerve, you've sprained your ankle, you, you know, you're, you're trying to lose weight. That's you're, me you every know, day. New I'm wrinkles. Not, and I'm not even 40. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but you know, you, everybody goes through phases. I definitely go through phases where I look at myself in the mirror and go, man, I aged yesterday. Like suddenly I you look older. <laughs> you know, you're like, man, I look a lot different than I did a week ago. And it's usually just stress or lack of sleep. So producer Dub has some kind of sciatic issue going on right now. Oh, no. Just like all men, when there's a new thing going on, they think they're dying. And so he's been having, you know, tremendous anxiety. He'll call me like, I, I can't feel my, my leg is tingling again. And I'm like, honey, it's a pinched nerve. Go to the doctor. That's what I said. So finally, I said he came in. He literally came upstairs the, uh, like a week ago. He came in upstairs. He goes, my arm is tingling. I go, are you clammy? He goes, no. Like, why would I be clammy? I said, listen. If you think you're having a heart attack, let's just go to the doctor. I'm happy to go with you. Let's just get it out of the way. I don't think you are, but I don't want to be the one to say I told you not to go to the doctor and you die of a heart attack. Yeah, really. Do you? I I was thinking about this the other case. So 
I wonder how many people die in an argument. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you, I don't know. Do you, like, they're just like, know. you're not dying. God, chew a baby aspirin if you think. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they keel Hi, over. Honey, honey, are you okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> you <laughs> know. Having a heart attack. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many times that happens. Well, depending on if they're married, I would imagine that it probably happens regularly. It's like, I said I was in pain and she said, I don't care. You're fine. You're always in pain. And then I went to the doctor and I have stage four lung cancer. You know, I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. That would suck. So I said, if you're really concerned about it, call Dr. Fong and tell him that you don't feel right and you think you have a pinched nerve. I go, he's just going to give you stretches. He's not going to give you anything good like a muscle relaxer, but you could oh, never bet you know. Oh, I he would. Yeah. Well, I said, and if you do, make sure you get a double double so that I can have some. Yeah, right. The muscle relaxers are really fun. If he gives you anything and, else, um, then make sure I get it. Right. I mean, <laughs> seriously, muscle relaxers are the shit. And so he's like, no, I'm fine. And so I, I'm like, all right, fine. So I'm, I'm working something. I'm working on something. And he comes back upstairs like 10 minutes later. I have an appointment with Dr. Fong tomorrow at noon. <laughs> And I said, well, okay. I said, now, did they ask you any if you had any other symptoms that would be of a concern? He said, yes. And I said, okay, so you're probably not having a heart attack because they wouldn't make you wait 24 right. hours to come in. So it's probably your sciatica. He's like, probably. So he runs to the doctor the next day. Sure enough, it's it's apparently, I did not know this and I didn't Google it. As men get older, the sciatica beca- can become an issue. And so it's like a, it's like a, not a pinched nerve, but it's like the nerve gets spastic. Oh. And so it can cause pain all up and down your side. And so his left arm gets tingly, his butt down his down to his hip, down yeah. to his ankle can get tingly. And it can be really uncomfortable and painful. And so, you know, it's just one of those things that can, it's like one of those things that you flare up. It's like, oh, my knee's flaring up today. Oh, my it's God. Kind of, that's kind of what it is. And so I said, well, is this like a lifetime thing? Is this going to like impinge our lives beyond? And he goes, I don't think so. You just do stretches. So he, I've been having to watch him do stretches. And it's really funny because he's not very limber. Most m- many men aren't. And so it's been interesting. And so he tried to do stretches in bed the other day naked. And I was oh like, God. Listen. Can you make this any more awkward? <laughs> I said, I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm doing my stretches. I'm like, your nuts are literally right here. Yeah, really. Can, I can, can you go on I the can floor? S- I can smell them rolling around. <laughs> it's like I'm in bed with a goat. Can you please just God. get out of bed and do this on the floor like a normal person? Can you like powder them or something like that? <laughs> just Jeez, like like a, like, a, like a gymnast before you uh, seriously. It's like I don't want to see the bubble gum. <laughs> I don't want to see the bubble gum bubbles literally at <laughs> eye level. Can you maybe do this another place? I'm like. I- do I need to leave the room so that you can do this? I mean, seriously. So he stopped doing it. And so the other day he, he wanted to do his stretches. And so I got down on the ground because I stretch almost every day. And I, you know, I'm fairly limber. I'm fair. Well, it feels really good. And and it just, it's, I've always been that way though, forever. As long as I can remember, I would stretch. And so I was stretching on the ground. I'm like, Hey, can you do this? And he's like, no, stop making fun of me. (laughs) I'm like, sorry. (laughs) So, you know, he did his stretches. So it's like, as long as there's some kind of support, he, you know, he feels comfortable doing it. I'm like, just no nude stretching. No nude stretching yeah, when I'm laying really. in bed. Can we not do that? We're not those people. And definitely no nude jumping jacks or anything Good like God. that. God. You're going to kill yourself. Stop Jeez. it. So happy birthday, producer Deb. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. birthday. Oh, God. So, yes, we took a week off, mainly because we had plans. You know, we all had plans. Did you do anything on our break? Did you get to do anything? Or was it all just hell and children and school? Well, on Memorial Day, Victor had to work on Saturday. Mm. We really didn't do anything. I think the kids went swimming and then... So it was um, low-key holiday. Yeah, and then the teenager... Spent the night at a friend's house. Yeah. And so, That's nice. um, which, <laughs> this is a lesson that I should have learned. I should have known better, but the girl, 
her and her friend, they were on the phone and they were making the alleged plans. Okay. But this these plans exploded into, you know, <laughs> oh, well, we're going to, you know, come over and go swimming and spend the night and then we're going to go to the mall and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so then... I text the mom and I said, so I guess Crystal's going to come over and spend the night and go swimming. And she's like, what? (laughs) And so I'm just like, okay, I'm sorry. I said, I'm just hearing this from the girls. And she's like, I haven't heard anything. And she says, she says, I'm house sitting this weekend. I'm not even home. Oh, right. And so I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I didn't mean to, you know, ruin their plans, assume or anything like that. I apologize, you know, because I was texting the mom at this point. And so I learned a lesson that unless you're actually talking to the mom, don't, you know, assume assume that whatever, whatever the two teenagers have concocted as actual plans no those are just hopes and dreams usually yeah (laughs) those are not real plans (laughs) they're not real yeah no daryl and i actually um we actually had a pretty full weekend friday we went to see the new pirates of the caribbean movie oh that's fun it was fun and it was funny because a lot of people were like oh it's stupid it's old it's the same old stuff and it's like well you know we kind of really like the pirate series we've never been overly judgy about movies anyway because we just go to have fun and be entertained and and you know and that's one of the reasons why i don't go to movies that are really sad or really deep meaning because they're boring to me in the in the movie theater it's like if i'm gonna go see a movie i want it to be either action-packed or really hilarious or both that's kind of the only reason i go to the movies so we had seen Guardians of the Galaxy a couple weeks ago. By the way, Ryan will love it. Oh, cool. Then we, so we went to, we went to see Pirates. It was so fun. It was such a good movie. So we did that. We took Malia with us, our 16-year-old. We're really discovering that as everybody's growing up and becoming, you know, full-fledged adults, Malia feels like really lonely and bored because her siblings are not home anymore and they don't do stuff with us anymore because they have their own lives. So (laughs) we take her to things and she's like, well, I mean, I don't mind going, mom, but I'll get really bored because I'm just with you guys. I'm like, I didn't realize that we were just so goddamn boring, but apparently we are. So we have to dangle carrots in front of her to get us to to get her to go with us to do anything because we don't want her home by herself all the time. We're just not. I don't want to do that. So we took her to Victoria's Secret and we bought her some new, you know, pink leggings and that made everything better. Luckily, it's ridiculously spoiled, I realize, but we want her to go and. Well, does she not hang out with her friends? No, she does. It's just that it was the labor. It was Memorial Day weekend and everybody was out of town or camping or whatever other people do. We don't camp. But anyway, so we went to see the movie. And then the next day, Daryl and I went to Napa and we went to the Bottle Rock Festival. Cool. Which was super fun. And Daryl's cousin, she works at the Napa River Inn, which is a very, very popular hotel in napa and she was able to secure us a room which not for free but you know we went and stayed in this lovely room and she always takes good care of us when we go there you know we get a bottle of champagne and you know they're just super nice to us and so that's always nice it's always nice to know people in a touristy town because there are perks which is great so we did that and then we went to the festival and we saw the Foo Fighters. We ate amazing food. We did this thing called the Silent Disco, which I had never heard of before last year at Bottle Rock. But basically what it is, is they have three, two or three DJs doing their thing in this area. And then you get headphones that are, by the way, sanitized every time uh, someone new gets them. They sanitize them, which is and you watch them sanitize them, which is really nice. So you put the headphones on and you can pick between the three channels and then you basically dance, but no one can hear anything. So everybody's just dancing to their own beat. That is so weird. There was like 200 of us and we're all on this little dance floor and there's three DJs and you can change the channel. And one of the channels was Prince. And so we just turned on the Prince channel and started totally dancing. It was awesome. It was so fun. Really a good time. I loved it. I would definitely do it again. And then later in the evening when the Foo Fighters came out, 
Now, I don't know if you know, but Stephanie and I used to be really good about getting to the front of the stage of any concert we went to when we were in our 20s. We were really good at it. So I'm always really confident. I've never not been able to get to the front of the stage to see whatever I want to see. So we're going and I said, yeah, let's go. Let's go get to the stage. Well, there were 40,000 people in front of the stage. And when I started moving into the crowd and I looked up because I'm pretty short, uh, the Foo Fighters were like the size of ants. It was way far away. Wow. There, there was no way that I was getting in there. I mean, I could have, but I would have had an anxiety attack. Like, because there was no exits on the side. So it was like this long tunnel of people. And then the VIP uh, booths and stuff uh, were on the either side. So if you wanted to get out, you had to move your way back and out. There was no like immediate side exits. That's a lot of people. It was a lot of people. I mean, and everybody, here's the other thing. No fights, no arguments, no mobs, no nothing. Everybody was super duper happy, really peaceful, really fun. Everybody was smiling. There were even kids there that were having a good time. I mean, it was like no big deal, but it was still a lot of men because it's the Foo Fighters. So there was a lot of very tall men everywhere. And I'm like, even if I got to the front after an hour of getting to the front, I probably wouldn't even be able to see anyway. Cause there was, you know, the Astacock ratio was high. There was not going to be a lot of vag up there. (laughs) So I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to find my friend. You know, I'm going to make a friend, uh, some girl. We're not going to be able to see anything. (laughs) So it just wasn't working. So I I said, oh, forget it. You know, they had big, huge screens everywhere anyway. So we went to this one area where there were a bunch of other people, probably like a thousand people, but at least you could see. And so we were able to see the whole show. And I mean, I did officially get into the crowd and look up, even though I could barely see. So I could officially say, yes, I saw their actual human bodies, not on a screen. But, you know, for the most part, we watched the rest of the show on video screens, which most people probably did because there were just so many people. But what I realized was, as you may expect, there was copious amounts of pot being smoked. Oh. Copious amounts of pot. And I have been high before, and my reaction has always been pretty much the same. I turn into like a cat. I'm just like very unimpressed with people, and I'm just fairly bored, and I just Mm -hmm. sit there and kind of, I'm just in my own little world. And so there was a stage, and this started somewhat early. There was a stage where they did like cooking demonstrations. Well, they have cameras going out to the audience towards the end because there was a lot of like EDM music and a lot of like techno dancing going on afterwards because it was very rock and roll. I got a picture of myself on the screen. <laughs> they Somehow I got panned. I was completely hunched over holding a gin and tonic, swaying back and forth. And I was like, as I caught, I caught my own eye on this huge video screen. I was like, oh my God, that's what I look like. So instead of sitting up straight and, you know, doing something funky and cool, I just sat there swaying back and forth, <laughs> looking at myself in this video screen. And I'm like, wow, I, I look like a little troll right now because I'm all hunched over. <laughs> at least I didn't think I looked fat, but I still was clearly not sober. <laughs> so that was funny. It was funny. And then later, we so we, we cut out like 15 minutes before the show ended because 40,000 people leaving uh, the fairgrounds seemed a little overwhelming. And I didn't want to get stuck in the fairgrounds for an hour because there were so many people. So we walked because uh, our hotel was actually within walking distance from the event. So we were able to walk to our hotel. So we get in the hotel. It's like 10 o'clock. It's super early. And my throat is really sore. It's like burning because we have been inhaling so much pot smoke that Mm -hmm. my throat started to feel like I had been smoking a lot of pot. And so I decided that I needed to take my wristband off and I didn't have anything sharp to cut it off with. And I tried Daryl's razor and ultimately I got a pair of my tweezers that I use and I cut through them. It. I literally spent 40 minutes trying to cut off this bracelet. And I told okay. Daryl, I said, I think we're high. <laughs> I think I'm high. 
because it's taking way too long, first of all. And why am I obsessed? He actually pulled the plug out of the blow dryer. He goes, here, use this. Maybe this will work. And I'm like, no. Wow. No. Yes, it was It was severe. It was, but could you know, have, what? Could have just gone to the front desk and asked them to cut it off. The words were coming out of my mouth. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to do this. And so finally I did it. And the next morning, Daryl goes, man, you really mangled that thing. And it's like this pile of thread. <laughs> it was ridiculous and i said you know what i don't i barely remember walking home from the show i and we didn't even have that much alcohol actually it was mostly weed so i'm like well i mean it was a fun time and i'm definitely doing it again <laughs> but i'll be wow. more prepared well did you guys see anyone famous like in the crowd or uh not in the crowd but uh we ran into daryl's cousin the one that works at the hotel and she uh -huh. said um eric uh, eric mccormick from will and grace was there Oh, cool. He was there and he was there for all three days. And I was kind of hoping we ran into him, but we didn't. I mean, uh, some random people, but we did not see anybody. Martha Stewart was there the day before and I was super bummed to have missed her. Apparently, Mariah Carey was there. I read that today that Mariah Carey was in Napa really? over the weekend. Well, she would have been all VIP. Well, of course. And not only that, but I think everyone would have said, said, oh, my God, Mariah Carey's here. You know, I mean, it would have been a pretty big deal if she had shown up. But we did come home. And when we finally passed out, I woke up at like 2.30 in the morning because clearly some entertainers were sleeping, staying in the hotel. And they were having a hardcore after party. And uh, oh. I was bummed. I was like, God, I wish I knew who so we could just go in there and, you know, party. Because what if it was the Foo Fighters? Because their, their pop-up um, store was right next door to our hotel. Oh. And I was just like, and it's the nicest hotel and the closest to the event. So it wouldn't be surprising if there were a lot of, of the entertainers staying in that hotel. So That's I was cool. I know. And I'm like, God, I really wish we knew find them and be so fun but no to no avail we met no one famous oh well oh. but oh, it was a wow. good time it was so fun and then the next day we kind of wandered around and and then i had my ugly and awkward moment on the way home so excellent yes excellent. yes so it was a fun fun break i'm glad we took the week off so we can get back to uh business this week speaking of breaks yes there's been a few breakups this week. I know. Uh, in the shocking. celebrity world. A little surprised. One creepy and one shocking. Yes. So Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor are breaking up after 17 years. Yes. That one kind of surprised me. Um, You know what? It did because, first of all, sane actors aren't being hounded by paparazzi or social media gossip sites like they're just living their lives and they're just they're not looking constantly for a PR moment so when you hear about these actors you go oh my gosh you know and they're not small potatoes they're not you know they're, no. they're movie stars and when you hear about it you're like wow that's really shocking however I had heard maybe a decade ago that Ben Stiller is actually very hot-tempered. Oh, really? And that he's quite verbally abusive. And people were really surprised that she was sticking it out with him because he's not very easy. So on one end, I'm like, well, I mean, maybe they just, she got sick of it or, I mean, who knows? I mean, 17 years is a long time to call it a day. You know, after 15, you got to wonder, something was either wrong for a long time or their kids got older suddenly. And that seems to also be the trigger is that, the kids are old enough now that they can handle it, so they call it a day. I don't know. And it's weird because his parents have been married for, you know, forever. God, yeah. Like, you know, 60 years or something yeah. like that. So it's true. typically you would think that someone who's got such a good example right. would um, want to have that same. Well, I'm sure that, you know, at, well, I mean, everybody who goes into marriage hoping that they'll be together forever. Sure. Yeah, it's true. I, you know, I, I just consider it usually when it's been this long and they have kids, the kids tend to be teenagers. And so they're like, yeah, they're going off to college. We got nothing to stay together for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes. I'm not saying always, but sometimes when you hear about these long-term marriages in Hollywood, that sometimes tends to be the case is that the kids are now growing up and so they don't have to deal with each other any longer yeah it's unfortunate the ugly truth podcast will always be free so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on amazon via our links on uglytruth.com here's jamie with her amazon pick of the week 
plugs? We already think you're pretty fabulous, so what in the world could you possibly improve? How about your music? Right now, you can try the Amazon Music Unlimited for free for 30 days. If you love it, you can customize your membership to fit your lifestyle. And don't we love our options? Yes, we do. So go through the Ugly Mall, click on the Amazon link, and check out the free trial for Amazon Music Unlimited. Thanks, Hugs. Bye. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. So you obviously watched MasterChef last night? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, I only got the last like 15 minutes. No, not even 15 minutes, like the last 10 minutes. I'd forgotten that it was returning. We love MasterChef because we had a friend who participated two years ago, Nick Nappy, who's doing very well, by the way, in San Diego. Yes, uh, working at his Bar One San Diego. If you're ever in the area, go. He gets amazing reviews. So Master Chef came back. And so the first episode was last night. And this is where they're picking their contestants for the season. I only saw the last one, which was, I mean, and they did it on purpose. They have this one woman from Texas who's, you know, tennies and T-shirt and flannel shirt and, you know, Looks like someone's mom who who cooks real hard for her family. And then you have the little 22-year-old in high heels and a dress. And uh, shockingly... Who's a dentist. Oh, she's... A, oh, I see. I didn't get that part. I didn't... Yeah, she's, she's a dentist. Okay. And so they had to cook a duck breast. And yeah. um, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Now, of course, being TV, you know who's getting the apron. Unless the woman from Texas just completely messed it up, they're going with her. I mean, she's television gold. Oh, I see. I was really hoping the dentist was going to win. Only because if you saw the woman's duck breast, the, the Texas duck breast, and the fact that she kept referring to potato as taters. Uh, I yes. thought Gordon Ramsay was going to lose it because <laughs> he's just like, I can't. She put gravy yeah. all over Everything. a duck breast. Yes. And he he's like, well, we like Texas. We like gravy in Texas. And I'm just like, we put everything in- on. We put gravy on everything in Texas. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're not in Texas. You know, yeah. like mm. the other girl's plate was clearly a lot more refined. Right. The only mistake she made was whatever those little seed things she did. <laughs> they were yes. uh, they were undercooked. So. Yes. When he said that her duck breast was cooked perfectly, I went, oh, God, she's getting the apron. Because there's no way they're not going to bring a character onto a reality show. She's a she is a character. Uh, she's a she's a stereotypical Texan. That That's exactly what they want. They want someone who has a um, what's the, the word? Oh, I don't know. It's like Nick Nappy had his hat. Oh, Claudia had her, you know, bright red hair and Hispanic heritage. I mean, they all they've have got a, a trademark. They have a trademark. And this woman is a Texan to the core and she doesn't apologize for it. And so, well, she's not going to last long. You don't think? No. Why is that? She's going to annoy the shit out of everyone. <laughs> well, we'll see. Because if her food speaks for itself, then uh, she'll go farther than than many just before that there was a 19 year old kid who works at chipotle oh and he just graduated high school not that long ago and he was gonna go to college but his parents are kind of down on their luck and so he works at chipotle to try and help out yes he was cutting up his vegetables and gordon ramsay said with knife skills like that, he says, it looks like you've been cooking for 10 years. Aww. And he says, where do you work? And he says, oh, I work at Chipotle. So he got a, a white apron. Cool. I said, I can't wait to see I that I hope guy. he does well. I can't wait. Because he almost started crying. Oh, he <laughs> there's was always like, that. He says, I just can't wait to help out my parents. Oh, my That's what God. He said. I know, right? God. You know what, though? That's a good angle, too, though. The young kid who is exceptionally naturally talented in the kitchen. Yeah. And plus, I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't think it's a bad thing for all teenagers to work in the food industry. Even if it's for a year, because you learn how to interact with people in the public. You learn how to prepare and clean a kitchen. You learn how to Mm -hmm. prepare and use food. 
it's really a good life skill because you don't get that in in school anymore. Mm-hmm. And you get to learn, you know, I have to learn how to deal with money. I mean, it's just a really it's it's and it's very hard work. Yeah. No, I mean, I was watching him cut and I'm mm-hmm. just like, even working at Chipotle, I'm like, no, oh, one yeah. teaches no one teaches you how to cut that fast. They don't <laughs> like that. Is I true. was watching him. But I was just like, he's really good. It's true. And, you know, and Chipotle, although I've personally, honestly, I've never had Chipotle, uh-huh. but working in a pizza place, you do learn skills. You do learn knife skills. Yeah. If he has the dexterity already and then just to be taught once or twice how to cut up something, I mean, it's a done deal. So, well, yeah. I hope he does well. I hope he does yeah, well. I'm looking me too. forward to I that. I can't wait. Yeah, there were some other. Um, um, the first two people they had, they both were Christian ministers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were competing against each other. Oh, geez. So everyone was praying all over the place. <laughs> Well, who did God bless? God only blessed one of them. It was a white guy and it was an African-American lady. Okay. And they had to make fried chicken. Oh, God. Anyways, the African-American lady, she wiped it. Kicked his ass. ass. Yeah. So so God blessed her that day. Yeah. She says, thank you, Jesus. Uh Thank you, Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) That's funny. That's good. Actually, what's really funny is I have been obsessively watching Chopped lately. Oh, we have too. I go yeah. through phases. Like sometimes I'm just like, eh. But I find myself being particularly harsh when the uh, kids do it, the Chopped Juniors. Oh, I don't watch the kids. Well, there's Chopped Junior and then there's like Chopped Teen. And the yeah. teen one, I'm just, I'm so vicious to these teenagers because I don't, I don't like their lip. So yeah. it's like I watch, and there was this one girl and she, she was the front runner. People thought she was going to win it all, and she forgot an item on her plate. Oh, no. So they cut her, but she was such an arrogant little girl. Daryl And Daryl gets in on it, too. Now he's like, I'm so glad she got eliminated. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you would be both, man. Go back to Portland. Did you see the Chopped episode where the celebrity chefs and their moms... Uh, no, I did not see the Mother's Day episode. Oh, was it good? That was a really good one. It was Ted Allen and his mom. Oh. Chris Santos and his mom. It was just so cute. It was really cute That's to watch funny. them. Because, you know, you get all these, like, totally in-charge chefs. But the only way that they, like, change their demeanor is with their they're cooking with their mom. Right. And so, because right. mom's in charge in the kitchen. Yeah, then so. sudden, suddenly they're little kids again. <laughs> they're know, like, right? son, go chop that onion. I told you. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, God, mom, God. Yeah. That, you know what? I do love Chopped. I, I can't stop watching it. I just love it. Love it. I love the judges. I love the, the whole rushing around and I don't know. And people's personalities really come out on that show. Yeah, so. it's it's a good show. But I we can't get over the fact that how arrogant most chefs are. Like chefs they are just so have arrogant. Quite an ego. That is the truth. Oh, oh speaking of, this is totally nothing to do with ego, but did you hear about these two women who went to Mexico to learn how to make tortillas? Two white women. They they lived in Oregon. They went to Mexico to learn how to make tortillas. So a couple of the women in the city that they were in were showing them how you do it by hand and how they make it. But as with anything, you know, women who've been making tortillas their whole life make it look easy. It's the same thing when, when grandmas are teaching how to make pasta or whatever. Right. They make it look so easy and then you just totally screw it up forever and then you never get it right. <laughs> Not like your grandma makes it. Anyway, so they made it. They figured it out the, as best as they could. They came home. They perfected their tortilla making skills and decided to open a food truck selling burritos with homemade tortillas. And apparently there's this movement going on in Oregon, I think it's Portland area, where if you are white and you have the audacity to create food that is not eth- that is ethnic, like Mexican or whatever, then you are culturally appropriating this, uh, this I, I don't know, heritage, and you are a racist. And I was shocked because I'd never heard of this before. And somebody had posted it. And then I read about this article. The food, they had to shut the truck down. Nobody, nobody You're was kidding me. No. And I, and I responded and I said, well, someone needs to tell Bobby Flay 
because he's a white Irishman and he has made millions making Southwestern food. And I'm pretty sure he's not Mexican or Southwestern. So what's the difference? What is the difference? I mean, are they walking around pretending to be Mexican? Because I don't think so. Based on everything I've read about them, they were just two women who really loved making tortillas and decided to have a business. Not anymore, apparently. I mean, at liter- I guess they literally shuttered like within a week or something. Like they literally, their business was ruined by these social media people who made it their business to tell them they were being, they were culturally appropriating Mexican heritage. I, as a Mexican, I was outraged. I was that's really mad. So, I think that's being racist I by telling too. people that they can't do something like that. You can't make Mexican food because you're a white? That's stupid. That is so stupid. I, I was just, I was like, you know what? And Daryl and I were talking about this. And I said, do you remember? Well, we don't remember because we weren't born. But I have, uh, I'm a big fan of history. And I was reading about history in the 60s and, the, and 50s, 60s. And I said, do you know there was a time, and a lot of people know this, is that uh, the ideology of Democrats and Republicans actually switched. That back in the day, Democrats were actually very racist and did not want civil rights. And Republicans were different. They were they were the opposite. And at some point, things changed. A bunch of people, a bunch of uh, Democrats left the Democratic Party because they were becoming incredibly racist. And they did not agree with the ideology anymore. And so they left the party. And then the Republican Party, it kind of inverted. And not that Republicans are racist. It's just that the ideology of the political party switched, essentially. And it's a general it's a general term. I said, the way things are going right now, doesn't it feel like maybe that's happening again? That things things have become so extreme in both parties that they're literally starting to cross over. It seems like that. I would hope that's all they're hoping to do instead of like a civil war. Well, it's almost like a natural, not natural, but it's almost like this thing is just kind of organically happening where these extreme left and right are are starting to cross over and agree. And it's almost like, are we switch? Is it is ideology switching? And I just found that I was just wondering if maybe that's what's happening and maybe that's why it feels so uproarious like all the time you know because there's so it feels so chaotic politically because at some point eventually everyone's going to agree and they're going to be on opposite ends on the other side it's just interesting i i just thought that and and that discussion that came about when people who claim to be incredibly liberal and free thinking are literally shutting people down from having businesses because they're white because they want Mexican food. It's it's so crazy. It's a crazy well, I thing. I personally wouldn't have given up that easily, but well, that's just me. I mean, me either. But then again, we don't know what they were facing. We have no idea. So anyway, I just found that really interesting. And I, I mean, I'm not even outraged. It's not an outrage. It's just like it's shocking that happens, you know. So anyway, bad, bad. Don't do that. <laughs> It's not yeah, good. Right. Stop being so judgmental. Don't be such. Come yeah, don't on. be so mean. Why you gotta be up in everybody's business all the time? God, get out of my grill, man. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so mine's total like weak sauce. What you had two. The key word is sauce. Uh, well, you know, I probably had good ones, Jamie, but you know my memory is like <laughs> yeah. a gnat. I can only remember like within two days of myself. So if you so. don't so if you don't have one in the last forty eight hours, then we're not gonna hear about it. <laughs> it's probably not. I'd have to write it down. You can bring your kid but in. He he remembers. <laughs> so <laughs> we had tacos the other night. They were soft tacos. Mm. And so Speaking of Mexican food. Yeah, speaking of Mexican food, and I can eat that because I'm half Mexican. Yeah, so you're allowed to have it. I'm allowed. Yeah. And they make soft gluten-free tacos. Thank you, Mission Tortilla. Oh. Are they good? Oh, God, they're so good. Oh, good, because, you know, usually things taste like cardboard when they're gluten-free. Well, I mean, they're good to me. I don't know. To everybody else, they could taste like a sock, but, you know, (laughs) it's it's just, to me, it tastes good. 
So when you're larger chested, sometimes uh, things just tend to get spilled in the breastal region. Yes, that's very and common. So I was eating my soft taco and I had a spill right down in in the gap between the the boob area <laughs> and then also onto my shirt. And so I was just like, dang it. So when I was done with it, I'm like, well, I better go, you know, change. Cause it was obvious that I had just, you know, spilled yes. taco everywhere on my shirt. It, later I decided to have another taco. And so I, <laughs> did you do it again? Yes. Oh, my God. But this time it was far worse because then I dripped it like all the way down. So I had drips all the way down the front because I was wearing a nightgown now. Oh, no. So I had drips all down the front of my nightgown. And I'm like, what is the matter with me? And And so I'm just like, well, this is just very typical Campos behavior. It is. Whenever we eat anything, we can't seem to eat anything without dripping it everywhere. Oh no, our mom is notoriously messy when she come when it comes to eating. And and the God. thing is, is that the only way you can avoid breast stained t-shirts on the upper region yeah. is you have to put the plate like under your chin. It's literally the or, only like, way. Like a napkin in there, or even no. if you do that, it's just gonna go in there, like go and down, wedge itself between you and the napkin. Yeah, and it does so. too. There's no, there's no. I, I mean, well, we all have big boobs, and so that is definitely an issue. I can't tell you how many times things go down in my shirt, and Daryl's like, "Oh, you want me to help you get that?" I'm like, "No, God, uh, like, yes, please lick the taco meat from <laughs> between my breasts." You know what? He would do it. He's such a Probably. pig. That's gross. He would I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. Look at He's like, all right. He would. <laughs> Ew. Disgusting. That's just like. Oh, uh, you know. That's like something Pablo would do, my dog. That's <laughs> like, who's like- Pablo? <laughs> it's like, is this your new lover? Yeah, yes. I know. It's true. Anyway, well, you know, I used to have shirts called Jamie Stains. I was going to create a shirt. We always laugh about those. Every time you wore white, you were going to eat something with like ketchup. Why do I wear? Why did I wear white? Like, what was I thinking? Why? We always laugh. We're just like, oh, Jamie's wearing white. She's going to get a stain. And (laughs) eventually there will be a stain on it. And sure enough. So, yes. Well, that's actually pretty awkward. That's that's very typical of us. It's typical Campos awkward behavior. Yes. So <laughs> we went to Napa, like I told you, and the, the next day we had a few hours to kill before we really needed to head home. And it was Memorial Day weekend and, you know, it was Memorial Day. And so everything was, you know, all the wineries were open. Everybody was picnicking and there was beautiful Memorial Day ceremonies going on in town. And we saw that and it was just a really lovely day. So we decided to stop and have some wine at a couple of the wineries and so we were on our way back and I was very wine happy and we were on the freeway and then I said you know and I don't know how long it's been since you've had many glasses of alcohol but you know once you go to the bath once you pee you have to pee like every 30 minutes suddenly you've broken the seal and now you're constantly in need of urinating So we were on the freeway and I said, you know what? I cannot wait much longer. We need to go to one of those places where there's like a million fast food restaurants and gas stations and we need to go. I need to pee. And he's like, okay. So we pull into a McDonald's. Now I have been, I call McDonald's my booty call because I love it, but I don't admit that I love it. I don't tell anyone about it, but when I really want it, I will get it. And then I'll forget that I even know about it. It's like literally (laughs) like a booty call. And so being a little wine drunk, I said, hey, I'm going to go pee. I wouldn't hate it if you got a little huh on the side. So when we get home, so on our way home, we can we can devour. And he's like, all right. So he goes and gets quarter pounders and <laughs> I'm getting ready to go pee. So I'm standing in. Now there's a freaking line. I'm like, this is Cordelia. There's nothing here. Why are there? Why is there a line? And so there's a lady in front of me and and I go, oh, is is there is it only like a like a Starbucks where there's only one toilet in there? And she goes, no, there's like teenagers in there and there's like a bunch of them. So they, they're using both of the toilets. And I said, OK. And so I forget, you know, when you're talking to someone who's had alcohol and you're sober, it's awkward because you're not on their level at all. Right. Right. So this woman, she's wearing a fanny pack. She has a mom bob. Uh, you know, very conservative looking minivan type of mother. But I don't see any of that. I just see a woman who's in line and we're I'm trying to bond with him. 
this lady in the McDonald's. Yeah, because she wants to talk to Because she totally wants to talk to this person who's practically slurring all over herself. And I said, I turned to her and I go, you know, there was a time in my youth where I would have gone into the men's bathroom. And she's like, oh, yeah, when I was pregnant, I would totally go there if I had to. I would go there. And I said, yeah, well, I'm talking about the time where I had to have my dumb sister block the door so that I could go at a bar. Jamie, oh, my God. I walked in and I used the toilet in there. And then I go, then I dropped my phone in the toilet. And then men started coming in. And she's just like blinking very quickly at me. And I said, but I digress. Yes, when I was pregnant, I definitely would have used the toilet (laughs) in a men's bathroom. And she's like, yes, well. And I can see her tightening her little sweater around her neck. And I'm like, this is not the kind of bonding that I thought I'd be doing in a McDonald's in Cordelia. Oh my God. I felt, and I mean, I wasn't so, I wasn't hammered. I was just very happy. And so luckily she allowed me to go into the bathroom with her. <laughs> we were able to use both the toilets. But let me tell you, by the time I finished, she was long gone. I would. Like skid marks out of the parking lot <laughs> I <would> gone. Think so. <laughs> I'm like, can't I just, why do I have to overshare? Like, why do you, why do you have to do this? No one, everyone thinks you're weird when you do stuff like that. Or you're drunk. Yes, that's what it was. You're like, there was a drunk lady in there and she was telling me about this experience she had in a bar. We have to get out of here. Get the kids. God. just awful. I mean, you know. And then later in the car, I'm like, you know, that probably was really uncomfortable for her. I'm sorry, lady. I'm sorry, minivan mom. I didn't mean to do that to you. What did Daryl have to say? I don't think I told him. Oh, you did? I'm not sure I told him. Maybe I did. I don't remember. No, you probably got the quarter pounder. Quarter pounder. Oh, my God. I was like, (laughs) that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And I and an onion went down my shirt. <laughs> so there you go. Go figure. Oh, God. Well, I think you definitely win this week. That's for yeah, sure. Like, I included others, and that's the rule. Oh, well, it was just a good one. It was a good and one. And it was a good one, yes. I mean, I'm really glad that so far I haven't had too many trip and falls, because those happen pretty regularly. So, And I did almost trip and fall at the Bottle Rock concert, but I didn't, luckily. I'm like, hey, everybody, watch out for that. That piece of concrete piece over there. Of piece of rock. That was... <laughs> Watch out for that seam that no one else but me tripped Dang- over. Dangerous. God. <laughs> Dick. <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, All right. I think that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, hopefully, we gave you lots of good laughs and uh, made you a little uncomfortable. That's always <laughs> fun. Please be sure to shop our Amazon link and our Avon link as well. Uh, You can find those on the Ugly Truth website if you uh, aren't sure where to go. Catch up on old episodes if you haven't caught up. And thank you, uh, new listeners, for listening. And uh, old listeners, thank you for listening as well. We appreciate that as well. Have a great week. Make friends in the line. (laughs) Take pictures of your legs. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.